Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Today, I am going to talk about breaking unwanted patterns. So whether it's a work behavior or some other type of behavior, mental behavior, something, some kind of pattern that you've unknowingly acted out from seeing your parents. You know, as children, we're like sponges. We just absorb what we see, what we hear, what we feel. And we assume that A is the right way to do things. And we say to ourselves that we're going to be different. Maybe we identify something in our parents that we just don't, we don't like. And that is the reality. You know, we grow up, we go, you know what? I, and it might not be a parent, it could be a guardian, it could be someone who's been influential in your life. And you start to recognize that, that you are playing out that same pattern. So we make a commitment. We say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to repeat that type of pattern. We're, I'm going to make a commitment to being different. Yet at an unconscious level, we still mimic these behaviors because it's embedded in our unconscious. So even the prefrontal cortex, a bit above the eyes, the part of the brain, which is intellectual and kind of consciously thinking and intellectualizes things, is saying it doesn't make sense to behave that way. At an unconscious level, there is still this behavior that keeps showing up over and over again. And you look back and you go, why? Why did I behave that way? Why can't I change? And it's usually because there's some kind of fear of change at an unconscious level. The, the unconscious wants to keep you safe. So it keeps repeating this same pattern. And at first, it's a, it's a level of unconscious incompetence, you know, before we get to consciously kind of recognizing it, that it's not useful, not helpful, not serving us well. And it's very easy to fall into the trap for many, many years doing this, playing out this same pattern until we realize that those patterns just aren't serving us they don't help us and by the way some of these patterns that we observe are with the best intentions you know they are with the best intentions they are there to to help us but might not be helping us in any way whatsoever and i my experience of that is on a number of different levels behaviors i saw in my father that i know played out in me that i didn't like i used to see my dad doing these things and playing out in this way. And I didn't like it yet. My unconscious said that is the right way to do things. And it took me years to unprogram that. And even other things around limiting beliefs, you know, my, I never forget one day going to my dad and I talked about, I talked about this in my book. I wrote about it in my book when I was, I started to get really interested in cricket, really enjoyed playing cricket, playing the background. I was about eight, nine. And I said to my dad, who was a really good cricketer, like he could have played at, the highest level at cricket chose a different path but I said to my dad I really want to play cricket and he said to me Andrew you'll never be a cricket player and it just hit me and it stayed with me like still now right so you know 35 years later still thinking why did my dad say that actually I know the answer and it was because after my father passed away I was at my granddad's house his dad and we were watching ice hockey and I said to my granddad one day granddad I'm going to play ice hockey at that level and he said, Andrew, you'll never play ice hockey at that level. And it just hit me so hard because I realized that, that pattern that my father had passed on to me 
My granddad had passed on to him. Who knows how far it goes back? But it was just this limiting belief or this barrier. And it kept playing out. And I've noticed in my life, there are times when I think to myself, well, I can't do that. I can't achieve that. And it's probably because of, because of that same pattern or something, some negative thing that has been put on me that I've had to work really hard to undo. And I've no doubt that you have a pattern. You have something. You, you see somebody that you see yourself in someone else and you don't like it. You see it playing out. You see it repeating. And it doesn't have to be that way. You know, on the Four Keys Workshop, we work through this. On the Wednesday session, we're kicking off today on the Four Keys Workshop. It's not too late to sign up. Fourkeysworkshop.com. Today, we're talking about vision. Tomorrow, the 90-day game plan. And on Wednesday, we talk about breaking unwanted patterns. We're going to go deep into that work to really understand what is the break. Why are we accelerating one direction, intellectually wanting to achieve something? But at an unconscious level, there seems to be this break, this internal sabotage that keeps slamming the brakes on and stop us from achieving our full potential. So it is liberating when you break free of it. When you when you break free of those patterns, you recognize that you don't have to be that person and you can be the person you're supposed to be. I think there are, there's a saying, isn't there? There are two, the two most important times in your life, the time you're born and the day you realize why you were born. You know, when you really connect with your purpose and you really find out who you are and who you're here to, to make a difference to in the world. And I think that is one of the most liberating things that we can do. So if we don't question what is appropriate, if we don't think about getting aligned with our goals, we will continue to play out that destructive behavior and it won't serve you. It will not serve you well. So I'm going to move on to my favorite part of the day, which is, or the session, should I say, where people share their insights. And I've got two really good insights today, one from John Riley and another one from Tony Bashara. Tony's shared a really interesting insight for one where he talks about his seventh recession. So I'm going to come on to that. Uh, but John Riley says when it talks about scaling a business without burning out, he says, don't try and do it on your own, either with a business partner, with complementary skills, not just a mate or a network of associates. And I think that's really important. One is finding a business partner who can challenge you, who's kind of the yin to the yang, who maybe if you're really process driven, they're more creative or vice versa. Finding someone who just plays to a different set of strengths than you do, I think is really important when it comes, when it comes to a business partner. And I really like what John says about a network of associates. Build people around you. You know, have Join a mastermind. That's why I started the Four Keys Mastermind. We're now up to around 50, 60 people of just like-minded business owners who hold each other accountable, who really drive each other and the right behaviors. We follow these 10 daily habits every day and it's making a difference, it's making a difference to my life, it's making a difference to their lives. So finding people that are like-minded, a network of associates, I think is hugely powerful. Do that. I would definitely find a mentor or a group of people that you can uh, align yourself with. Now, Tony Bashara shares this. This is quite a long one. So I'm going to just talk through it. He says, when it comes to scaling a business without burning out, how do we avoid this burnout? He says this right now is his seventh recession in business. So just one note there that Tony's acknowledging the current situation as a recession. Interesting what your thoughts are on that. I know we've had COVID and we've had a bit of a reset in the economy or a, a downturn in many ways and businesses have really suffered. Is it a recession? Or you know, be interested to know your thoughts on that. He says, I got into business in 1973 in the middle of a recession and was so ignorant, he just didn't know better. In his first 90 days, he built, he sold $1,440 worth of business. 
which was the largest fee the company ever had collected all year. He said, what's interesting about every one of these recessions, 1973, a mild one in 1980, 1986, where he's based in Texas, at the real estate, oil and gas, and the banks all went bust at the same time. And then two more to the one, the, the recession in 9-11, which, sorry, the, the 9-11 ignited the recession. And of course, 2008 and 2009. He said every one of those was different and they came out differently, came out of that situation differently. So every recession is different. We can't just base if we are in a recession right now or going into one or experience one, coming out of one, then it's going to be different for everybody. We can't just look back at same old, same old patterns again. It's a theme that he said the difference is all of them. He says the difference is all and all of them, but just how long it's going to take, he says. So it's how long is it going to take to come out of it? He said that this one, COVID, is a very odd one because it's more global than the others. At least that's our perception. And it was caused by one reality that probably is going to change the way we do business. So what I'm hearing there is that other recessions in the past haven't necessarily changed the way we do business. You could argue that after 2008, 2009, mobile technology, you know, came out in a very strong way and changed the way businesses work now we're moving into a different type of industry where we're far more online and perhaps people will stay doing business that way instead of wasting money and impacting the environment by flying to new york for a one-hour meeting which makes no sense so anyway he continues what is a common thread throughout all of this is doubt and uncertainty and fear so regardless of what it is the recession is saying it's it's about the uncertainty. And he says, whenever people operate under doubt, uncertainty and fear, they don't do much regarding massive action. So I think he's alluding to the kind of fight, flight, freeze there. We go into freeze mode and it makes massive. It takes massive action to dig out of these states. So if you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed, wondering where to go ne- next, it's not going to happen by doing nothing is what Tony's saying. And I, and I agree with that. I think that's an important point to make. It takes action to get the results you need and, and to fail fast and learn quick and make sure that we're going in the right direction. So he says that um, he's in a recruitment industry and he says for recruiters, that means getting on the phone and pounding away. There is There are no end runs that make it more simple. It's downright effing hard work, he says. If there are two major pieces of advice I give myself every day, he says he gives himself every day, Having done this for more than 46 years, it's one, keep calling and calling and calling and calling. The phone is not dead, right? So we hear this a lot in the sales world. The phone is dead. It's all about inbound strategies and so on. But in my experience still, in my business, I still have to get on the phone and and do outreach, right? And call people. And and he says, to do that, keep calling. Two, ask people how they are doing. Be sincere, be interested in their well-being personally before you get uh, into business end of things. Let them know that you care and then and then go into it, but make lots of calls. I talked about this in March. I put a memo out, a video and audio, still available, where I talked about this. Don't worry about making sales. Just get out and just ask people how they're doing. Be conscious of their well-being. And I think we can still do that. I don't think it really requires a, a pandemic to ask people how they feel. But often we go straight in for the kill and all about the sales. And I think just building relationships, playing the long game, showing up daily is the key. So thank you 
thank you very much, Tony, for, for sharing that. It's very insightful, particularly with some of your, your experience. So I hope you found that useful today. Great to see you. Have a great start to your week. And I will see you next time. Remember, it's not too late to join the workshop, fourkeysworkshop.com. You can start up today. You can join us tomorrow or join the, the Embrace Change workshop on Wednesday. But if you do all three, you'll see how powerful it is. All right, take care until next time. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com.